0: Thank you so much for downloading this show. This episode, we discuss a little bit about our trip to Reno. Producer Dub and I went to Reno to celebrate his dad's big birthday, and uh, we barely recovered. So we talk about that. We also give you our take on the Golden Globes, and no, it isn't what you think, because we apparently, according to Producer Dub, we do not think the way most people do. So with that and a few other stories in between, plus our ugly and awkward moments of the week, thank you so much.
1: It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie?
0: I'm not trying to get a job here. I just want to know if I can get a pap smear. Paula? Don't I sound like such an old baby?
1: Uncensored as always, it's time for The Ugly Truth.
0: It's The Ugly Truth and it is episode... 242. Ugh, (laughs) ugh. Little quiet uggs today.
1: Uh, uh, A little scratchy. Oh. (laughs) Little
0: scratchy. Ah, Little mogul fry. I
1: hate that. I tried to. Clear it out, and it made it worse.
0: (laughs) That's pretty much how that works in life, isn't it? Yeah. Clear shit out, and it makes it worse. (laughs) Uh, Welcome to The Ugly Truth. I'm Jamie with my sister, Paula. And uh, happy January, everyone. Really quick, the mudslides in Southern California from the fires are horrifying. I mean, we're getting a lot of rain right now, which is nice, because it always feels like we need it. But they got torrential downpours, and now there's mudslides going on, and people are dying. I think there's like 13 people missing right now.
1: That's horrible way to
0: kick off the show, Jamie. (laughs) Let's talk about death and destruction right off the gate. But it just I was just reading about it. So of course, I'm just honestly sharing, sharing with you that. And then in other news, um, did you, did you hear about the earthquake that happened about a week ago?
1: I it heard happened there Berkeley. was an earthquake out at sea, and Puerto Rico is standing by, waiting for yeah a tsunami, for tsunamis. No, that
0: was that was today, but last week in the Bay Area in Berkeley, there was a very shallow earthquake, and what I mean is that it was along the fault line, so it was kind of closer to the top of the Earth, mm-hmm. and not a deep one. And so the fault line that it hit goes seventy miles up north, so it went from Berkeley straight up. And Daryl and I, it was it happened at like two thirty in the morning. I think this was like a week ago. And um, I'm really sensitive at night. I hear and feel everything that happens, even if the cat is like running down the stairs. I wake up. I'm so mm-hmm. I don't know why. I used to not be that way, but now I'm a kind of a light sleeper. Anyway, so two thirty in the morning, I'm dead asleep, and I hear my door jam. And it sounds like a cat is doing you know how cats do that that bunny thing where they take their paws and go da 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 on a door because yeah out. Well I thought that's what was happening. I'm like, why is our cat trying to get into our room? They never do that. And it woke me up and then I was laying there and I, I woke up Daryl. I'm like, Hey, I think I think Isabel wants out. She wants downstairs or outside or something and he goes, Uh and I'm like, All right. And so I waited a few more minutes. I said, You know, she's gonna wake up Malia and Malia has school in the morning, so can maybe we do this. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he gets up. So I'm laying there thinking, what if it was an earthquake? And I'm like, nah. I said, you know what? Just to make sure that I didn't send Daryl on a on a fruitless run out through the house at 2 30 in the morning. I'll check Twitter. So I get on Twitter and sure enough there was an earthquake and we felt it. I felt it. Our house shook. Our house shook. So he comes in and I'll tell you I'll tell you about it later because I I woke I have been waking him up a lot lately. (laughs) It becomes one of my awkward moments. But I said you're not gonna I open the door and he's standing at the door coming in and I'm stark naked and I opened the door, he's like, Hello and I said, It was an earthquake. He's like, What? And I go, It wasn't a cat. It was an earthquake. He goes, get out of here! So we go online. You know, we're, so now we're both on Twitter at two thirty in the morning, looking at everything. And a lot of we have a lot of friends and people that we know in the city and in the Bay Area. they they were wide awake because it jolt, it was a hard jolt for them. Where cats started meowing, and you know it was insane. So I said, I cannot believe we felt it, but it was just the perfect line straight up to Sacramento. A couple of people in Sacramento that I'm friends with felt it. I was surprised I was so shocked. I said, "You know what? That just tells you when all is quiet, it's amazing what you can what you can notice when it's like in the middle of the night. It's crazy."
1: Wow, I didn't I, feel a thing. See, I thought
0: you would cuz you're closer to the city than me.
1: No, I didn't feel anything. So, well,
0: there you have it. Okay, so last week before we recorded, you were going to tell
1: me, you had a physical last week. What happened? So, <laughs> Are you healthy? (laughs) Well, I made an appointment because I haven't had a physical in a while. And I wanted my primary reason for getting the physical is because I wanted to get a referral to an OBGYN because I haven't had one of those in a really long time. And so I figured, well, I better get it done yeah you're just like well you know your doctor can do it and i'm like i know he can but i don't <laughs> want him to <laughs> i really would
0: rather not you know i fought that for like three years i used to lie to my doctor and i would say he goes well when was last time you had a you know a pap smear a gynecological exam i'm like oh don't worry about it i have a gynecologist he's like oh really who is it i'm all it's dr chin george and, glass yeah like it's <laughs> it's uh uh it is Mr. Speculum. Dr. Speculum. <laughs> yes, that's it. Dr. George Speculum. And he's like, I see. He's like, all right. He knows I'm lying. But finally, I just relented and said, fine, just do it.
1: I don't want to lie anymore. <laughs> so I go in, they call me back. I go in, they do my vitals, they have me step on the scale. And I'm always appreciative when they have it in like, what is it, kilometers or? Yeah, so you can't you tell. Know, Kilometers, You're or like, oh, that's not that bad. Only 11. Yeah. Only 11 and I'm pounds. like, hey, 75 pounds. I like that. I'm so good. Yeah. I'm good with that. So yeah. I go back in the room and I sit down and I'm like waiting for her to hand me the, you know, the sheet robe yeah. and, you know, where your <laughs> butt hangs out. And. Uh. I, I try and wrap myself as tight as possible, but you Me can't too. do too, night, too tight because then you'll rip somewhere. It rips up the side. She's like, okay. So she's, you know, reviewing my current medication and, you know, my last visit in neurology and, you know, if I'm still Everything. taking Imitrex and I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, okay, maybe this is just part of the physical. Right. So I'm sitting there and she's like, all right, the doctor will be with you shortly. And I'm like, okay i'm like well maybe they maybe you don't need to take off your clothes for a physical i don't really know maybe they just do it through your clothes you know
0: what daryl doesn't he does not have to disrobe for his really no the only he literally just has to drop his pants when they do the you know the rectal or whatever the prostate exam or whatever they do he doesn't even have to take off all his clothes where i'm where you know you and me usually you have to take off everything they're like and make sure you take off everything and i'm like i get it i understand you don't have to explain
1: yeah one time uh my also bgyn (laughs) even this is funny what i said um because you know i have the most awkward conversation when they're down there Oh, you, me know. Too. you know I do so I'm like yeah I'm like you know and I don't shave or anything like that and so he popped his head up and he's like I can see that <laughs> <laughs> so I was just like um all right oh, God. this was you know when when I was single and I wasn't seeing anyone so I'm like what's the point
0: <laughs> I told you what I what what my doctor said when I when he one time <laughs> yes he's like are we going to Brazil anytime soon are we doing some sailing like, I'm like what And and I'm so naive and dumb. I'm like, what do you mean? Because I didn't even know a Brazilian was called a Brazilian.
1: I had no idea back then. Now I know, of course. So um, she says, (laughs) I'm going to leave this paperwork on the desk. The doctor will go over it with you. It's just our annual, I think she called it PPE paperwork. Okay. She says, because you're on a controlled substance. And I'm like, okay. I am. because I take pain medication for my bad hip. I Don't I sound like such an old lady? I know, right? You sound like an old dog. I know. Somebody just shoot me. Do you
0: wrap that pill in bologna or cheese so you can yeah, get it right, down? right, so I
1: can choke it down. <laughs> You're like, my bad hip. You have a bad hip. All my problems started after I had Ryan and Olivia. So, we I'm can just, blame
0: the children for this. I'm just
1: letting you know. <laughs> for those yes. of you cute, young, tight pussied, <laughs> l- beautiful things out there, just <laughs> think about what will happen to your body. I want to be a mom. I have baby fever. Sure, you do, honey. Just wait. Then Let's have see a... how you
0: feel when your lips are hanging down to your knees. <laughs> yeah, really. You got to tuck them back in when you got to tuck them into your cute little thongs that are not thongs anymore. <laughs> yeah, right. When you're wearing those playtex granny co- cotton panties because you're on the rag all the time because now your body's like, oh, are we pregnant this week? No. <laughs> It's true. not a cute little, oh, I guess I need a little sports size tampon at my almond size puss. <laughs> no, that all goes away. I'm sorry to tell you.
1: Yeah, right. Because your uterus is the size of, like, you know, a, a peach. Walnut. But after <laughs> you have the kids, you are you know, got a watermelon size uterus in there. And it's. You want to know explodes. why your mom is such a bitch? I'll tell you why. Right. You've ruined her body. She has to look at herself naked every day. Okay. That's why she hates you. God, (laughs) I, I just bypass mirrors.
0: <laughs> You're like, what's that? And, no, I'm a vampire. I see nothing. Yeah, right. no reflection. <laughs> There's no reflection there. Anyway, okay. So, so the doctor, the daughter come in?
1: comes. In, the daughter, the doctor <laughs> comes in, right? And he's like, "Hi, how are you?" So again, he goes over the medication that I'm taking, and I'm just like, "Okay, you know, like this is why are we a reviewing this? And I'm just like, "When does the physical start?" <laughs> you know, I'm like, "Do I at least take off my shoes?" I mean, <laughs> just
0: you know, <laughs> is this happened? a Japanese office? And,
1: you know, I <laughs> yeah. just curious, right, yeah. you know, and I'm thinking, I'm like, is he even going to like touch my boobs to see if I have a lump or something like that? <laughs> I'm just like, anything. I'm trying to think of the procedures that can be done with clothes on, you know, right. and so, you're,
0: not, you're, you're confused,
1: you know, I'm like, I think he can do my reflexes, but I'm just, I don't know. And so. Anyways, he was talking to me about my medication that I take. And he said that every year we counsel patients uh, about, you know, what basically being safe and not overtaking it or blah, blah, blah. So basically... And I, so I told him, I said, well, I'm confused. And he said, <laughs> what are you confused about? And I said, I thought I was here for a physical. And he's like, what? And so he looks in the computer and he says, no, he says, we have you down for basically a patient counseling on your controlled substance. What? And I said, why would that happen? I'm like, I'm the one that made the appointment. (laughs) This isn't an intervention, is it? And so he says, oh, he says, yeah, that doesn't make sense. He says, I guess someone changed it because (gasps) it's something you need. And they changed it from a physical to this. And I'm just like, okay. And so he says, well, he says, we'll get you rescheduled for a physical. And, well, we'll just finish the, this appointment. And just by now I'd been there 20 minutes, you know. Well, what the hell? Are you on that uh, the, the man-made meth? What's that stuff called that everybody's dying from? No, I'm on like the lowest dose. It's like an Altoid. Yeah, it's
0: nothing. What do I know? I'm just like you're not on meth, so what's the deal or the the man made heroin or whatever that they're talking about that's k- literally killing people by the day, right. which is horrifying. But so. no, you're not on that stuff because I would know if you were starting to like act like a chihuahua all the time, scratching <laughs> right. your neck. I would know. <laughs> so that's not you, Anyway and,
1: and you're just sitting there all chill, like. What's going on? Do I look like I'm on, I'm on drugs? Like, I'm, what are, what's I'm happening? like, I don't know. He's like, OK. He's like, well, I'll submit your refill. And I'm just like, gee, thanks. thanks you know? <laughs> and, so, <laughs> and he said, before you leave, though, he says, would you mind uh, submitting a... Urine sample for drug testing. And what the like, hell? I'm like, well, I don't really have to go, but I mean, I'll, I'll give you the best I've got. you know. <laughs> so they wow. wanted to see if I was taking anything else. And I'm just like, what? Talk about making someone feel like a, <sighs> like a, a drug f- addict. Criminal. It's like, what? I'm
0: not trying to get a job here. I just want to know right. if I can get a pap smear. I'm like, I just wanted a physical. <laughs> Can you can I'd be like, Hey, can you at least can you throw me a freebie and fill my left tit and make sure I don't have breast cancer? <laughs> yeah. Right. Jeez You know, I just,
1: I just wanted to make sure, I wanted to get some blood work done to make sure, you know, I didn't have high T cells so there was no cancer or anything yeah, like that. Yeah, I mean, do or, I,
0: I just don't, do I have AIDS or anything? Right. I mean, I just want to know.
1: Right.
0: God. So oh, that's now ridiculous. I have to go
1: back on the 30th and get a real physical as far as I'm concerned. <gasps> they sent me home with some paperwork that I'm supposed to read and then I can About initial, drug abuse? and. Uh, yes oh for heaven's (laughs) sakes and then i have to sign it and bring it back with me
0: (laughs) what are you (laughs) 10 all right kids
1: now you can't you can't participate in this physical until you sign this paperwork by your parents i've i've never had something so invasive done before and i've had plenty of pain (laughs) you've had a man you've had a strange
0: man's fist up your butt and you've not this was far more invasive
1: geez well now that's probably gonna happen he's like oh good your drugs things came back all right so let's go give you a rectal here i'm just gonna (laughs) squirt a little lube on my finger and uh bend over enjoy the show god that's crazy oh my god that's never
0: happened to me that's never happened to me
1: it must be a new thing i don't know
0: i guess that's well you know what they better never ask you again (laughs) I would just be like, we've done the, we've done the intervention. Can we get to the, to the physical
1: now? Can we hey, get, to? I like, was waiting for the cameras to come in and be right? like, Miss Todd, I want to talk to you about, I want to about, talk to you about
0: your, your 25 milligram Cody pill
1: that you take. <laughs> right. Well, am I supposed to run down the hallway? Is this because I'm wearing a gray sweatshirt? What, <laughs> what is this? <laughs> so
0: funny is this because i have marlboro marlboro reds in my purse (laughs) what is this god damn it that's funny that is so funny okay so speaking of abuse Uh of uh, substances uh this last weekend uh daryl's father gary who we adore more than anything and you do too had a big dual 70th birthday party up in reno oh how fun and he and his friend Jay, who is also obviously 70. Uh, now, their birthday is Gary's birthday was in December, but because they're like a week apart, they decided to do a huge bash for their 70th. And it was 70s themed. Oh, because cool. they're 70. And it was at uh, the, the Reno Elks Lodge, which was is beautiful, by the way. And everything there is basically catered toward the veteran. So they have a bar. It was a cash bar, but the thing is is that the the drinks were like 2 and 3 dollars a piece. And yeah. it was high it was high level liquor. It wasn't like gut rot rot gut. It was good liquor. Right. So we walk in. So anyway, so we got the invitation like a month or so ago. They're like, it's 70s themed, so you dress 70s, whatever that means to you. So to me, I'm like, well, uh, to me, 70s is like Sonny and Cher because I was very, very little when I discovered Sonny and Cher. Mm-hmm. And so, and that was in the early to mid 70s. And I was in love with Cher. I was obsessed with her. I thought she was the most beautiful woman I'd ever seen in my life. And so we decided to go with Sonny and Cher. That's cute. And my favorite costume that Cher did when I was very little on the Sunny and Cher show was when she dressed up like a Native American.
1: (laughs) Oh, God, Jamie. What?
0: Hey! Hey! You don't even know. So Daryl and I went to Party City, and we started looking at things. You know, for, for 70s, for him, it's easy. Just a big mustache and a wig that's got long hair. Right. And what was funny is he found a patch of hair for a chest hair. So we bought that, and then he bought the wig and a mustache. And then I found a Native American wig that was really long and black that had some braids with some feathers on it. And wow. so I'm like, oh, I'm done and done. And then they had this really cool, like, southwestern-looking choker with, like, you know, beads and stuff that looked like something that back in the day they would, they would wear. So I got that. But I said, look, this is our version of Sunny and Cher. This is not gonna be a legit version. Like, I'm obviously not statuesque and thin and tall and brown, you know, so like Cher. So I'm just gonna do what I can do. So I had like a black. Uh, tube top that I have that looked really good with all the turquoise because I know how much you love turquoise oh yeah and uh and then just jeans and then you know I oh and of course I have these oh my god I love these shoes that I have they're like four inch heels that are fringe they're Jessica Simpson they're this beautiful suede leather with fringe on them I just love them so much so I wore those with jeans and the thing and it looks great Daryl looked ridiculous, and it was and he was literally the belle of the ball with his chest hair. <laughs> that, it looked like a little wookie hair, and he so he, like, undid his shirt that he had on down to, like, mid-chest so that you could see all the chest hair, and everybody just loved it so much. They thought it was so funny. So we did that, but we walk into this party and expecting everyone to be all decked out in costumes. I would say 30%. <laughs> and we went all out, and we and then and we see uh, Daryl's dad and his wife, and they aren't. He's wearing what? a tuxi- He's wearing a tuxedo because he's the guest of honor, and his wife is wearing a, a beautiful dress, but she's got like a a, a faux fur coat on. So I, I get what she was getting, what she was doing, but. It was not like us. We were, like, costumed out. Right. And so there were a couple people like that, but hardly any. So everybody's like, wow, you guys really went all out. I was like, oh, my god. So I turned to Daryl, and we both, almost at the same time, said these costumes are coming off, like, in an hour. Like, before we can, we couldn't wait to get them off, you know, because we felt kind of a little over the top. But um, we did get a lot of compliments. <laughs> They're like, "Oh, I see what you guys are trying to be." So we—that was kind of the thing. Oh, we see what you're trying to do. That was pretty much the statement. And so uh, I would say mm, an hour in, we the, the wigs were off. <laughs> we were done. It was, but it was cute. But it just didn't. Did the uh, chest
1: hair get passed around or no?
0: Well, uh, it it was on for a while, and everybody kept scratching it and fluffing it up. And they all wanted to take pictures with him with it because they kept thinking that he looked like um, Austin Powers. (laughs) <laughs> and that's what they kept calling, him, like, "Hey, you're Austin Powers. That's so great." He's you're like, like oh, "I was supposed no, to be sunny, but, but, but. <laughs> but okay." <laughs> so he eventually just went r- rolled with it and ended up being Austin Powers. So, um, <laughs> but it was really, it was really fun. And let me tell you, those people, those seventy year olds, they can out party you. Oh God, we thought that we could hold our liquor. No, these people. These men, these veterans of the military, these retired police officers, the most they're respected, they have lived a hundred lives more than anybody I know. They can outdrink me and Daryl and many young people under the table twice. Yeah. They are hardcore partiers, man. They have lived the life they can handle their booze. We cannot. That's all I can say. They've been drinking their whole lives. And the thing is, is these men, I, I, I can't admire men more than these men that I met. And I, there were several veterans there, obviously. They're all yeah. friends. Several veterans of police forces, of the, every branch of the military was represented. And these men are, they don't make them like that anymore they just don't mm-hmm. they do not now the the veterans the current veterans that have served you know in in later wars or conflicts i'm sure when they are 70 they will be admired for their abilities and all the life they've lived these men you can't just just hanging out with them just watching them party and and celebrate life you're like I am so glad I'm here to see this. And I told him, I'm like, I'm so glad I know you. It's it's mm-hmm. amazing to know men like that. It really is. And so they, of course, have no sympathy. So <laughs> we were up until 1 a.m. with them sitting in a lounge. And so Daryl looks at me, he goes, I-, I can't be here anymore. And I said, all right. So I said, well, good night, everybody. I guess we're going to bed. And he's like, all right. You know, good night, Gary. Good night, everyone. So we went upstairs, crashed, woke up in the morning And um, by the way, not that it matters, but if you're married and you have kids, there is nothing like hotel sex. It's the best sex you'll ever have. Mm. We we look forward to it because there's no there's no interruptions. You know, no kid or animal is going to be knocking on your door. Yeah, that's true. It's very freeing. So, of course, you know, you take advantage. And we did. (laughs) So we wake up finally in the morning. And I go to I go to the bathroom and I'm like I come out and I look at Daryl I'm like did you take a shower? He's like I had to. I'm like oh are you all right? He's like yeah I, I'm feeling okay. He stands he's standing in front of me. We're packing up and getting ready to go. His dad has asked us twice to do either breakfast or lunch, and Daryl's like I can't do it because you know it was all the whiskey. I'm like you cannot drink with your
1: father. Ugh. You can't keep up with him. You have to stop. See this is why I don't drink.
0: Right? It's not all the medications. It's that you don't want to throw up, right?
1: Well, I mean. <laughs> Yeah, it's combination. (laughs) So
0: the thing about when you have spent 24 hours of partying and being in a casino and oh, by the way, I did gamble three whole dollars and I left with 30 cents. That's it. I'm not good at the slots. I just, I'm not a gambler. And so I think because I don't like to gamble, the the slot gods just have no desire to give me
1: anything. No, it's just that it's the house always wins.
0: Yeah, the girl next to me won like 30 bucks. I'm like, see, this is just not... But she's going to lose it anyway, so. Probably. But I just was like, why can't I win $30? (laughs) That just doesn't happen. I just don't win anything. I think it's because they just know. They're like, that girl doesn't gamble. Don't give her anything. (laughs) She's not going to give us anything, so just don't. But yeah, it was uh, quite the party. And we definitely got our asses kicked by by a 70-year-old group of folks. They kicked our ass. That is funny.
1: That is funny.
0: All right, well let's let's quickly go through television because we need to get to our ugly and awkward moment soon. Okay, but uh,
1: you so you didn't watch one minute of the Golden Globes? I watched the intro with uh, what is the name? Seth, Seth Meyer? Seth something? Seth and Meyer, yeah. when I watched it, I'm just like. Sigh. I know how this is going to go. I just, yeah, I night. know how this night is going to go. Yes. And, and, you know, it's not even going to be about the movies or the acting or mm-hmm. anything. It's just going to yeah. be everyone's political stamp on right. the world. <laughs> yeah. And I just, when did that, when did that happen? You know? Well, Hollywood is in the spotlight
0: for the casting couch mentality. And it has been for about six months since the Weinstein thing came out. So now there is a an official movement to, you know, try to change the industry. Now, I will say they stayed away from the Trump stuff, which well, was nice. Oh, God. They super... See, because I was like, I'm not watching it. And it's not that I like Trump. It's like, I'm just over it. But I but they
1: were... I don't want to hear about it anymore.
0: Right. They were hyper-focused on the Me Too and women's rights and uh, you know entitlement or empowerment. And I'm not against that, by the way. I'm a woman. I am a woman and I get it. And I don't understand the entertainment industry. So, you know, if this is something I don't understand... I get it, but I, I, even as a woman, I grow tired of it. I can't listen to yet another beautiful millionaire woman tell me how unfair life is. It's hard for me to, to but I understand the platform. And when Hollywood decides to have a voice about something, it can, it can be powerful, except that I feel like the, I think that those people are preaching to the choir when they do that. If you are into Hollywood and you're watching the Golden Globes and you're into those actresses and their work, you already know and you already understand. So it's like you're not educating anyone who doesn't think rape is bad. (laughs) You know
1: what I mean? And you're not saying anything new. You know, you're not saying anything that hasn't already been said. And so it's just it becomes repetitive and it basically just becomes like, you know, a broken record of skinny, rich people.
0: <laughs> not that they don't have their problems. I get it. I, I mean, no. It's, if it's, I had to hard. maintain a
1: skinny body at I'd all times, you. I'd be
0: starving all that would the be time. Hard. And,
1: you know, I'm I think about actresses, in, you know, not so much actors, but actresses mm-hmm. who have to be to who, in their profession have to maintain you know basically this skinny body at any given time Mm -hmm. and then they're up for these parts you know and i mean imagine going to an audition and then you're like okay i'm excited about this one and then you see gwyneth paltrow in the room and you're just like fuck (laughs) like
0: i'm (laughs) screwed you know yeah i'm not getting this and by the way for the record I hate Rose McGowan. I don't want to hear one more word out of her crazy face. Why is she even relevant? I don't even know, and I'm done with it. If she acts like she's the exception to the rule, she is wrong. And I'm sorry that she's a victim of a sexual assault, but she, you know, I I can't even. I can't even with her anymore. I'm done with her. She's crazy. She's not someone that I admire. (laughs) I just can't with that. But on that note, my only notes on the Golden Globes are this: women, ladies. Please stop with the face fillers. Holy shit. They uh, they look like aliens. I can't take it. I cannot take it. For example, Sarah Jessica Parker, I don't know what you're doing, but you have to stop with the fillers. Now, clearly she's not doing anything around the eyes or around the mouth, but she's doing fillers like above her cheek line. She's got this very strange square face going on right now with this teeny tiny body. It looks odd and she doesn't look good Mm -hmm. at all. I don't know what's happening with her. It's awful. Ashley Judd. I mean, she's she's been mutilating
1: herself for years.
0: I mean, the same thing. Now, of course, the last time someone made note of her, her swollen face, she's like, hey, I'm on steroids. I have a health condition. That ain't steroids. Those are fillers that you have under your cheekbones. It looks horrible. And if she's on steroids and is doing fillers... That's if that's what that look is, stop with the fillers, please. It's not necessary. It's awful. It's like her f-
1: her face looks like a
0: bodybuilder. It's just very and it's so like shiny and smooth looking. It's so weird looking. And then Jennifer Aniston, girl, you got to stop. She's getting the puffy face. Yeah, she- I know. I know that she's fifty, and I get it. But it's starting to look. It's starting to look full. It's just enough. Enough already. Yeah. And then, of course, Nicole Kidman, who has been doing this to her forehead and her face. And her cheeks. But she got a boost the night before or something. It's like she's
1: wearing a mask.
0: <laughs> I can't. I, these women are so beautiful. You, you know who didn't have any filler or at least had a more tasteful look about it? Catherine Zeta-Jones. Catherine Zeta-Jones was on with Kirk Douglas. And who who can barely speak because he's 101. And they they rolled them out and had him introduce an award. Uh, she looks fantastic. I mean, she's not if she's getting any work done. You can't tell. It's she's doing it right. Well, Whoever's doing her looks good.
1: I don't know. Maybe she is. Maybe she isn't. But I mean, well, she's just older, you know. Kudos to the person that actually braves these people with like <laughs> no work done. I know. <laughs> I know. I don't know if it's possible, but I'd be like, screw you all. This is my face. Fucking look at it and be disgusted. I don't care.
0: Well, like Frances McDormand, she won for, uh, I believe, Best Actress. She wasn't even wearing makeup. The woman was like looked like our mother in the morning. I mean, that's what it was. Oh, she
1: pulled an Alicia Keys, huh?
0: She looked good. I mean, she looked normal and natural. I'm like, thank you for looking normal. I mean, you're you're in your 60s. This is what it looks like. But it's so funny that these fierce, angry women in their 50s have so much work done because they refuse to age and yet here we are going you will give us our due we are we are
1: equal it's like then stop with the fillers i'm mad as hell and i'm not going anywhere except without my makeup and my fillers and and my
0: makeup person and my hair person and my stylist damn it (laughs) but i my green tea but i'm mad Yeah, I know. It's even though you can't tell because I've had so much Botox. Because I can't express myself, but I'm just that's why I have to wear black and wear this pin, so you know what I'm saying. What I mean. (laughs) I'm so angry. You just can't tell right now. I am sobbing. So I mean, I'm not trying to make I'm a woman! I get it. I have been sexually harassed. I understand the plight. And Daryl and I got in an argument about it. He's like, you he goes, you are you do not act and think like like every other woman I know. So you you wouldn't understand. I'm like, "Hey, listen, Norma Ray, I get it, all right? <laughs> right? But if somebody comes up to me and asks me to jack him off or I'm out of the business, I'd say, "Fuck you. Kick me out of the business. I'm not going to do it." I but I don't I'll, but you know what? That's not the same as rape or being cornered in some office or something. That is that is very different. The only thing I will say about the Hollywood thing is that if 99% of the women said, hell no, I'm not going to suck your dick for that part, good. But there will always be that one who'll go, yeah, I'll do it. You know, there you will never convince every
1: single woman in Hollywood to not do it. And that's the problem. That's the problem. And the thing about sexual harassment is, I mean, Hollywood, I think, is its own animal. And so, you know, that for that part, you know... I can't speak to. Me but either. in every other industry where the bulk of women are, right. you know, the bulk of women workers and things like that, it's mm-hmm. not so extreme. You know, it's not like your boss no. walks up to you and be like, hey, let me put it in your butt. Otherwise, I'm, <laughs> you know, I'm going to fire you. <laughs> They'd be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. you know, it's not something like that. It, it's right. something as simple as, you know, hey, that's a cute outfit. Let's stand up. Let me look at you, you know, something like that, or, you know, just, just basic things. And, and if it makes you feel uncomfortable, you're being harassed.
0: Yeah. Then you have to say something,
1: you know, and you have to say like, Oh, I don't really want to, Oh, come on. Or, you know, you walk Mm. into his office to ask a question. He's like, Oh, there you are in that cute outfit. Yeah. You know, it just, it, but that's harassment and it, it is. and it happens
0: it does happen you're right no most people aren't cornered in an office to say i'm going to have sex with you or you're not my secretary anymore right it's it is it is true hollywood is its own animal and but i mean like i said i understand the the general under the general statement is admirable i i do agree and the the, the convincing isn't going to be the men the men are terrified it's like it's like when Fatal Attraction came out, every husband became incredibly faithful immediately because <laughs> they didn't want a psycho. They didn't They didn't want a rabbit boiled on their stove. Nobody is harassing anyone in Hollywood, but it's the women who now, and I don't know who, I'm just saying in general, there's going to be the one starlet that will say, hey, director, I'll suck your dick for that part. That's yeah. always going to happen. And until women stop doing that, there will always be a trade of goods sex for parts it's gonna happen you know i mean unless they change it and if they eradicate it excellent it's only been going on since the 20s but hey
1: who am i to say i'm not in it i'm not in hollywood so i don't know well exactly and let's let's not pretend just because someone's a millionaire and they're an actor that they won't slum it to you know (laughs) be like hey
0: anyway and then on the final note no we don't want oprah to be our president okay no that's the it was a great speech but no, that's the strangest thing I've ever heard in my life. People just needed a, a pick me up, and she provided it. And and I like Oprah,
1: actually. I I, I, I never ever in my life have liked Oprah.
0: I she's a self made billionaire, Paula.
1: <laughs> no, and and that's great, it's good for yeah. her. But I've yes. never. i would never bought into the oprah brand me neither
0: but i do admire anyone who's a self-made anything and that on that i absolutely admire the woman i relate to her uh in the fact that she had a tough childhood hers was far worse than ours of course but Mm -hmm. in all of that you know i think she's a she's definitely an example of of what can be done in this country specifically but i don't want her being my president end of discussion Mm -hmm. right Okay, well, we should do our ugly and awkward moment of the week. We're running out of time.
1: This week, the boys decided they were going to go see the new Star Wars. Oh, okay. I was like, yay, good for you guys. (laughs) Meanwhile, Olivia and I will go see Ferdinand. Oh, the bull movie. Because Olivia can't see Star Wars. It's too violent.
0: Yeah, she wouldn't like it anyway.
1: She'd be bored. But, okay, I don't go to the movies like ever, ever, ever. Yeah. I really think the last time I went to the movies was on a date. (laughs) Oh, my God. I think it was the movie This is 40. Oh, wow. That was a while ago. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And so back then, they didn't have these, like, recliner seats things. Oh, that's true. They've upgraded. And the movie that we saw, Ferdinand, it was also a 3D movie. So oh. we had the 3D glasses, we had the recliner seats, and then I was just like, wow, there's a, there's, a, there's a lot going on here. Mm. And so I'm holding my jumbo sized popcorn and <laughs> I've got my, you know, giant soda next to me. Yeah. Someone was getting ready to come down the aisle. Well, I didn't realize there's still enough room to get down the aisle even if your chair is fully extended yeah there's a big gap now right and so i didn't know that so it's like oh okay you know so i started to push my my seat like backwards to try and make room for them oh god and i had my popcorn between my knees well when the chair went forward my popcorn spilled all over the floor (laughs) (laughs) like to the point where everyone was looking at me like what the hell is going on down there and so olivia she's like mom what are you Doing, She was, like, so embarrassed. Like, I can't take you anywhere. She was so
0: (laughs) embarrassed. You want to hear something funny? What? That happened to me. I did the same exact thing, except I was with our whole family. And it was, like, primed. I did the same thing. It was everywhere. I was like, and then me, I'm all, oh, no
1: and <laughs> so, so i can see it <laughs> i said to lydia i'm like here hold this so i give her the popcorn i go what to and do? they're outside there's like a group of little ushers and they all have those brooms and like you and got a broom bro- broom and sweep. but jamie there was popcorn everywhere oh my god the mo- and the movie hadn't even started <gasps> Pop- we were in like the you know where it shows like symbols and everything, and guess the movie. And I'm like, uh, Toy Story, you know. Tom Hanks, <laughs> right? Yeah. It's always Tom Hanks. <laughs> so I'm like, this can't be. And so I went oh, over no. there. And I'm like, excuse me. I'm like, would you mind if I borrowed this little broom and sweeper thing? And the, and I'm like, I spilled popcorn everywhere. And he's like, oh, well, I'll come help you with that. Oh, and no. So, now you've made a
0: scene. Now it's a thing.
1: I'm like, oh, no. I'm like, thank you, Lamar. I really appreciate that. Thank you, Lamar. Please come with me. So he comes over and i uh, I don't know what to do, so I'm just standing next to him while he's sweeping. <laughs> so. oh God, it became a like a situation. Oh no! Did you get a free refill too? He told me that, and I'm like, no, that's fine. I don't. <laughs> it's like I've I've taken up enough. And of I'm your like, time, Lamar, really, I'm you. like, I don't need to be eating the jumbo size. <laughs> <laughs> so. You're like this was a blessing. Yeah, it was. It was, <laughs> it was fine. So, anyway Oh my god, that is. So it was funny. embarrassing. It was so embarrassing. That's a good one. Oh, because you, you know the people in front of they are all pss, 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 lady crazy. Pss, 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 well, and we you know? were kind of closer to the front, so I mean, everyone behind us, I'm sure, was just like, "What's going oh on? My what oh my god! She spilled her popcorn. How much? Like a lot? Oh, oh
0: my gosh, god! Do you know, know how much money side. that is? That is so expensive. <laughs> Don't ever spill your popcorn
1: with me. <laughs> <laughs> That's ten dollars. Well, I got the, oh, uh, the number one, so I saved fifty cents. But well, congratulations! <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: okay, that's good. Uh, Well, I think you won, but I'll tell you mine anyway. Um, So like I said earlier, I've been waking Daryl up a lot lately, and it's just for dumb reasons. And I don't know if it's because I'm going through an anxiety issue or whatever, but I have not been sleeping well. And I do have options to medicate myself when I have insomnia. However, I I don't know about you, but at a certain point in the night... If you don't take anything, if you take it, you'll be a
1: comatose patient until like
0: 10 a.m. Yeah, you can't so really take anything a, there,
1: past like 3 o'clock or anything.
0: Yeah, there's a, there, yeah, there comes a point in the night where you go, if I take something now because I've waited too long, I'm useless and I have to drive mm. in three hours. So I probably shouldn't take anything. So <laughs> I don't even remember what it was. I, I'm laying in bed. I'm wide awake. It's like 3 a.m. And I'm looking at my phone and... <laughs> Something good happened, and I can't, honestly, I can't even remember what it was. But something good happened, and I was reading about it. Oh, I think it was John Gruden is the new Raiders coach for next year, which I'm so thrilled. And they confirmed it, and it was like 3 a.m., and I'm reading it, and I'm super excited. I turned on my I don't even know, because I've been awake for so long, I don't know really. It doesn't feel like it's in the middle of the night, and Daryl's asleep. (laughs) I turned on my phone. Flashlight. Don't ask me why I did this. And I flash Daryl in the face. I go, Are you awake? <laughs> he's like I no. woke up I'm out of a dead sleep. And he, he puts his hand up <laughs> like he's being interrogated <laughs> by the police. He's all, ah He goes, What's going on? I'm like, Oh, I'm sorry, were you not waking? Were you not awake? He's like, It's o'clock in the morning! No, I was not awake. He's like, what is wrong with you? I'm all John Gruden's gonna be the Raiders coach. He's like, have you slept? I'm like, no, I haven't. He's like, oh my god. And he's like, uh oh. He's like, no, Jamie. And so then now he's awake and angry. And I'm like, why do I do stuff like that? It's like, who do I think I am besides being completely awkward in the middle of the night in my own room?
1: see it that's why I anyway went, you win. Oh, okay okay you oh absolutely you win for that kind of stuff on facebook or something like that <laughs> you know <laughs> no. well actually there's what, always what, a captive
0: audience right and well actually what really what threw him off is like why did you turn on your flashlight i'm like i don't know i i don't know i was tired i just thought i needed to see your face <laughs> so i turned on the flashlight i had
1: lost I'm trying it to then, see though. your eyeballs so. <laughs>
0: Yeah. <laughs> Just like he's like ah! <laughs> <This is> funny. He's <laughs> like he's a victim of my awkwardness. It was sad. That's actually, funny. I felt like really that. Anyway. Anyways,
1: well, you win 10,000 points. Yay! All right. Well, I think that's a wrap for this week. Thanks everybody for joining us and thank you for your purchases on Amazon and our Avon site as well. We always appreciate your patronage. Have a fabulous week. Be sure to uh, come listen to us again on Wednesday. We'll have more Mm -hmm. content for you and more funniness. Other than that, uh, we will see you Wednesday. Bye. Bye. That's a wrap. Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next time
0: on The Ugly Truth.